Hi everyone, I am Ishan. I am Nikunj. And welcome to Unprofessionals. The guest on our podcast today is a very experienced person in the gaming industry. He has 8 plus years experience in the gaming industry and has worked on Prince of Persia remake and is currently working with Ubisoft. 50 minutes of podcast. I know you can't watch whole 50 minutes of podcast, but you can listen doing whatever you are doing, working on your assignments, gymming, working out or doing any other activities. So plug in those earphones and enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much, Kuchal sir, for coming and joining in this wonderful podcast in uh, with unprofessionals so uh, yeah so we, we would like to know okay so uh, we know about you you are a game designer and all but everyone the viewers in this video in this podcast who are listening uh, they would like to know about you so uh, who are you and how you just entered in this game designing stuff in this massive industry so yeah we would like to know uh, uh, first of all, uh, thank you, Ishan, uh, uh, for having me here. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so myself, uh, Kushal, uh, uh, I'm a game designer currently working at Ubisoft India. And I've been designing games since 2013. Uh, so uh, after after like uh, 12th standard, uh, I, I, I was always into video games since childhood. So I was... Uh, I was thinking like how to make games like you know when i was playing those games you know during childhood uh, so i was always wondered you know how these games are made and all that stuff and uh, then after 12th standard then i looked out for the colleges the any any uh, institutes that you know who you know who can teach the game design stuff and all that so luckily i was able to found few institutes you know who teaches the at least the basics of game design so after my 12th exam uh, after my board uh, i i perceived to uh, to join a design college where i have learned um, uh, basics of game design so from there, actually, my journey started. So for three years, I've learned uh, game design, the practices of game design, how to make games, uh, what are things are required to, you know, to make games. So in, in that institute, there are a lot of uh, things are uh, taught, uh, whether it's a programming, whether it's animation. So it's up to the student what uh, discipline they want to choose. So I chose to uh, become a game designer because I was always wondered how uh, how these games are made. So always curious about these games. And and when I was in final year, then uh, I got an opportunity to intern at a company called Truva Interactive. Now it is uh, Rockstar Games, uh, but that time it oh. was Truva uh, uh, outsourced company. It's the first Indian gaming company where I got a job as an intern there. Then I did my internship there, and after my internship, I got a permanent job there uh, to work on their uh, mobile studio, mobile uh, uh, branch, uh, where I've, uh, I was developing multiple games there, uh, kids game, a uh, few uh, uh, social games. Uh, so they all were like outsourced uh, to the other company, and we were also developing some of the um, uh, our own IPs. Uh, so I worked there for like two and a half years. Uh, then I wanted to work on a product-based company. Then I joined a, another company called 
ultimate games uh, which is the subsidiary branch of games 427 uh, i don't know whether you guys heard about ramicircle.com uh, it's yeah, a real yeah. gaming company that was actually good experience uh, to work on social uh, casino games i mean this game is free to play but still they are able to monetize very yeah. well in india so i worked there for like two and a half years again then after two and a half years then i joined ubisoft to work, uh, work on different genres of game i wanted to try different uh, genres of games uh, so i can also improve as a designer then i joined uh, ubisoft uh, pune where i worked on multiple games uh, uh, started with trials frontier which is the racing game on mobile yeah. and then did uh, worked on uh, facebook game also then later uh, worked on uh, mmo sandbox game called grootopia then i was given the opportunity to work on uh, uh, first india's first triple a title uh, which was prince of persia sands of time remake so i also uh, joined the team uh, towards the mid of the production uh, to help the team and then i worked for like one and a half years on that project now uh, it's fps shooter yeah, so that has been my journey uh, it's been like 8 plus years now uh, like started off with uh, kids game now yeah. uh, uh, now uh, working on triple a shooter that that's what my like always a dream like to work on triple a games and since last 2 3 years the industry has grown so much um, so we are also getting an opportunity to work on such a big games in india yeah so like i wanted to know like uh, what are the educational institutes like the name of the educational institute uh, who like help to uh, like obtain the skills of entering into the game industry yeah so i mean there are uh, now when i started there were only hand like you can count on your fi- fingers like there were only three or four institutes who were actually uh, teaching uh, basics of game design not even actual game design but now the institutes are much more uh, uh, matured i mean they know uh, they have a really good instructors uh, the good syllabus they have they uh, the i mean very well versed in universities are there so in bangalore there are multiple are there there's i care there is backstage pass in hyderabad there's a dsk info uh, super info gaming pune um, i mean these are the uh, top institutes that you know we've hired many interns even i was part of those uh, one of the institute so i mean this i mean there are many courses are there now i don't even remember the names but there are many are there who teaches the, at least the basics of game design the programming the animation the vfx i mean it's up to you what discipline you want to choose uh, so yeah but at the end uh, it's up to the person that how passionate they are even the colleges will teach you only the basics but you have to go about all of the education the, the learnings you get from the institutes the institutes will only teach you the basics of it but you have to put extra extra effort to uh, to showcase that you are skilled enough to become a game designer or a programmer or an, or an artist right so so that's what we look for so every year nowadays there are at least 50 to 60 graduates are coming out from those colleges but not everyone will get a job because unless you showcase that you are passionate you can add value in the companies yeah so that's what matters for us yeah. 
Okay, so I would like to ask that is this uh, working on an institute? Is this a disadvantage to the people for the person who is self-learn, who is self-learning something, and he don't want to join some institute, but he want to do, uh, he want to start uh, self-learning? Well, uh, so the the education, uh, I mean, it's definitely helpful uh, nowadays. Uh, people can get it uh, easily. But if you look at the games, the previous games, the old games, there were no education, there was no game design course, there was no programming courses, you know, uh, in our childhoods. But still, the games were made, right? But still, the great yeah. games were designed, right? So they, I mean, you, I mean, education will help you to learn the grasp uh, of the techniques that you will learn very quickly. Uh, but that's what it helps you. It guides you in a proper way but if you're a self learner it's great i mean i mean it's not necessarily that you have to join the institute and these courses are very expensive also in india right not 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 everyone can afford to join these courses but courses uh, the institutes the education is the plus point but nowadays on internet you will find a lot of uh, resource material a lot of content you can learn by yourself there is uh, blog called Deconstructor of Fun, which uh, teaches the free-to-play game design. It talks about a lot of stuff about free-to-play games uh, on YouTube channel called um, Extra Credits, Game Makers Toolkit. I mean, this it teaches you the AAA games, like, you know, what are the uh, concepts of, uh, what are the concepts are uh, there in AAA games? You know, what is the concept of three Cs? What is compact design? etc etc so i mean these are the things that you can at least learn the basics from the youtube i mean i mean a lot of things are there on internet i mean it's up right. to you like how much you invest time developing the game by yourself because i mean you will find a lot of materials but it's up to you how you apply on your day-to-day -day, uh, basis that's what it's important um now nowadays the uh, you will find uh, unreal engine unit engine for free so yeah. you can prototype easily you can uh, uh, get a lot of resources on from the internet itself uh, you lot of you'll find a lot of uh, tutorials also how to build the game itself right i mean, uh, I mean so now education the uh, the resource material is very uh, easy available to everyone yeah. Now it's up to the person how much effort, how much time he invests on learning and applying on himself and in and create uh, games. So that's what is important. And and even in the companies that you know we, I mean everyone is specializing their roles. We have a design in design disciplines also we have many multiple level designers, game designers, UX designers. We have a combat designers. Now, if you're building a free-to-play game, then you have a systems and economic designer. I mean, there in yeah. uh, design itself, there are multiple job families, but it really depends on the studio to studio. If you're working in a small studio, then one is uh, a single designer wears multiple hats. He He's the narrative designer, he's the combat designer, he designs the systems also. He designs all the things because the size of the studio is small, so he has to wear multiple hats. But when you work, uh, work at a bigger companies like EA or Ubisoft, then you'll find specialized designers. Like they focus on uh, specialized areas like uh, combat, the cameras, uh, then level design. 
the technical design. So a lot of things uh, because oh. the scope of the projects are huge. So you need specialized designers on those okay. projects. Yeah. So like uh, you are a game designer, right? Yeah. So like what are like how to be what like how to be a game designer? Like what are the roles and responsibilities when one becomes a game designer? Yeah. Ah, uh, so. i mean the role of game designer differs from studio to studio uh, every but in general what a game designer does is uh, in a, a one liner i could say is uh, is the architect of the game like you know he who defines yeah. the rule sets of the game who defines what's the objective of the game what are the mechanics within the games what are the systems are there in the games right so he defines like right. all the uh, uh, rule sets he define like he creates the blueprint of the game so i mean that's the i mean in general one liner if i want to say uh, i have to say so that's the uh, like architect of the game but this responsibilities differs from the studio to studio and it depends on what stage are you in the development because if you are in the uh, conceptual stage then then you have a different set of responsibilities if you are building a free to play game then it's already uh, launched in the market then your responsibilities are to add a new features with the game design a new features improve the kpi so what is so kpi is a key performance indicators to improve the uh, engagement the retention of the game so uh, by looking at the data so uh, the responsibilities are uh, like you know, differs so it's never yeah. the same thing but in general you know they are the ones who design the experiences they are the visionaries of the uh, you know uh, the idea that you have uh, and they are you know working towards that so they collect all the information communicate within the teams and and make sure that you know you're building a you know a meaningful and fun experience within the game so they are responsible for that yeah so in general that's how the the game designer roles uh, you know it is defined but it again it's never the same so you will find many definitions uh-huh. on the internet uh, it differs from the studio to so it and every game designer works in a different way has a different technique to get things done so my technique is different other designer will tell you something else. but in general they all work in a in this fashion yeah do uh, game designers need to know how to code uh not necessarily uh game designers main uh, skill sets are required uh, they should be really good communicator they their communication skill should be really good and uh, and and first is like they should able to analyze the games like uh, because nowadays everybody plays games but not everyone can analyze you should able to define what is good and what is bad and and if you and and then later you should be able to break down the systems within the game and uh, see what all things that you can improve uh, improve the game and how do you communicate with the teams uh, what are the things research is also very important so so the, these are the main skill sets are uh, required for game designers and and uh, when it comes to the programming i mean it's plus point if you know programming because uh, it helps you to build the prototypes but um, not compulsory that you need to know programming but if you know the visual scripting uh, in unreal like if you know the blueprint how blueprint uh, system works if you can design uh, 
any systems using Blueprint, that's the plus point for you. So you don't have to go to program and I request them, hey, can you build this thing for me? You can build by yourself and create the prototypes and see what you're building. Does it add a value? Is it fun to play or no? So, I mean, this, uh, yeah. So, I mean, programming is definitely plus point, uh, but not necessarily. Uh, it's required, but mainly the communication, um, the, uh, you know, identifying the, you know, uh, the game itself, uh, breaking down the systems within the game to improve the games. And as you grow as a designer, the, then you have to uh, deep down uh, much more than you should be able to. Uh, create the formulas within the game, the scoring systems. Um, you should be good at uh, writing the document uh, documents. Uh, you should have a good presentation skill. So because as a, as a designer, you communicate with the most of the people. So your communication has to be really good. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so as you become more senior, the responsibility are much higher and uh, and yeah, that's the do game directors need to know how to code game directors. No, uh, so 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 game directors and the creative directors are the the visionaries of the game. I mean, right. so we so uh, so not every studio has a game director and the creative director. Uh, uh, but there are uh, studios like when you're building a Chupli game, so there you'll find game directors, creative directors, yeah. design directors. Uh, so those everyone is responsible for specificity. So game director is uh, mainly uh, uh, responsible for the overall game, uh, how the game should feel, uh, what the what kind of game that you're building, right? For example, if you're building a Star Wars game, so does it feel like a Star Wars game? Does it feel like a Prince of Persia game? Does it feel like uh, uh, Assassin's Creed game? So they. Uh, they look at the overall as a product. They don't look at the code of the game. They are the product owner of the, uh, I mean, everybody is the product owner, but they uh, towards the pro, uh, the game that, you know, what should go inside the game and what should not, right? Uh, so even the creative directors, they are the creative behind the creative vision, entire vision of the game. So, so they make sure that uh, you have everything in place. Uh, so they don't look at one aspect of the game. They look at the entire uh, the game itself. Uh, so that's the role of uh, you know uh, directors uh, within the AAA games. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, just to give another example. So um, yeah. Uh, so if you if you look at the movie directors, right? So movie directors. Mm -hmm. So they don't do everything. They have a camera, a camera specialist. They have other guys, cinematographers, cinematographers, right? I mean, they are the ones who are the visionary behind the whole movie, right? So similar yeah. way, uh, the creative directors and the game directors are the responsible for the uh, entire game. So they look at the every aspect of the uh, the game. If I'm uh, now I'm a game uh, designer, okay, so. How can I be hired by Ubisoft or any any other game studios? Well, uh, now the competition has, uh, the 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 bar is really high now. Even in India itself, uh, uh, yes, every uh, people like anyone can become a designer, but uh, you need to have a certain skill set uh, to become a game designer, and and to get into Ubisoft. Uh, or any other studios you need to, as I mentioned previously, 
uh, it'll be really helpful if you have a, a portfolio to showcase that you, you have you done any uh, games have you played any games by yourself or in in institutes if you're you know learning uh, game design in any of the institutes so have you built any prototypes have you built any games uh, so have you write uh, any any blog uh, can you break down the games because for a designers you should be able to break down the games you should be able to deconstruct you know what are the systems are the game how you should have that lens of looking at games like in a very different way like how others are looking you should be able to figure out how the game is teaching the user how, or what the onboarding look like uh, looks like in the game uh, what are the systems are there within the game? What are the features are there which makes this game so unique? So you should be able to figure out what is good, what is bad, and you should be able to co communicate that thing uh, on the document, or maybe if you can create a blog or something. Uh, I mean, uh, writing a blog or article is like an easy way to you know to start uh, as a game designer uh, because nowadays everybody knows how to write and, uh, and they can communicate in English. So, but uh, to showcase your skills, uh, we'll be able to see, can you break down the games? Do you have a good communication skills? And then if you have a prototypes, uh, if you build any prototypes or games, that's a like, plus point for us. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the skill that if you're for an entry level or, you know, person, uh, how, because communication, how do you communicate within the teams? Uh, so that's what we look for. Uh, so yeah, these are the things like, like in general, every student looks for even at Ubisoft also. Uh, even for the, you know, when we hire a fresher or any intern, we look for uh, these are the, uh, your skills, your communication. Um, can you, do you have passion to build games? The most important is passion because, I mean, you can have like hundreds of uh, degrees or anything, but we want, we don't want to see your degrees. We want to see your games. You have the skills to design games. So that's what we look for. And that can be seen by your portfolio. So your portfolio should include all this. It has to be polished. As long as you are able to showcase that you have that potential to design games, uh, that's what any studio look for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, suppose uh, I am a new game designer or developer, and I have a game idea. Like, I want to develop a game on a particular idea. So, is it possible that I can bring this up idea to any game studio or Ubisoft, and we can like build in collaboration with them or? Well, uh, so the thing is, I mean, this is a very common question that we usually get yeah. asked about ideas. See, I mean, I mean, if you have ideas, then why can't you uh, build the game by yourself? Uh, why you want to go to Ubisoft or any other studios, right? Because, uh, I mean, see, uh, these ideas, uh, I, I mean, are great, but in you know, a game designer whose job is not to come up with the idea. His job is to figure out which is, let's say, if 10 people are there and if everybody has 10, everybody comes up with a point idea and you have 10 ideas to figure out which which one is the best, right? And and, and it's not about his idea or that person idea. It's about taking the best one and moving forward from there. And then how do you break down that idea into the game? Right, and how can you make a game out of that idea? It's not just one idea. How are you going to build that game? What are the uh, 
systems that are going to be the game what are the mechanics that you want to introduce within the game uh, how what the progression look like within that game right i mean yes everything starts with an idea but as a designer you should uh, go deeper uh, within that idea but first figure out which one is the good and why should someone play what you you know why your idea is unique it is very important to you know uh, to showcase as a designer that's what we look for see ideas i mean game designer is not an idea guy for sure i mean uh, if someone tells you uh, i mean if you have that mindset the game designer who comes up with an idea uh, that's uh, completely false uh, we take the best ones and we and 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 move forward with that and we then we do much more uh, research on that and see uh, which one is good which one is really fun to play and and as we progress more on that then we look at the multiple aspects of that uh, then we take the business angle also towards that uh, yeah. because idea is good but that idea how it can be converting to game does it have potential in the market yeah. um, i mean if nobody is interested to play that game then why you want to build that game right so it's very important to have the market research also and see whether this game will work or not so i mean there are many aspects that goes uh, uh, while building the game but yes definitely starts with an idea but for a entry level uh, we just want to see that uh, you have that potential to build the game i mean uh, right yeah yeah and uh, main is execution right yeah yeah so execution is what how to execute it yeah, yeah so execution that's what matters right so idea is i mean you know the classic saying the ideas are cheap the execution that's what matters i mean that's what yeah. i mean uh, it is there in every other studio uh, and every other yeah. company that look for yeah So, like, what is the work culture in Ubisoft Studios like? Um, so, Ubisoft uh, is a great company. Uh, I mean, a lot of people. Uh, I mean, even it was my dream to work at Ubisoft when I was playing Assassin's Creed, like you know, when I was a kid, and 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 that 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 was like a dream come true for me when I got an opportunity to work on Prince of Persia, and. in terms of work culture ubisoft is uh, amazing i mean it has a uh, super talented people in their job families whether it's a programmer whether it's a vfx or whether it's a concept concept artist or any designers game designers later i mean everyone is super passionate about building games they live breathe only games i mean i mean ever they all want to make the best games in the world and you are always challenged uh, within this studio it does not matter like how uh, experience you have skill you you will be always challenged in your job and every studio works in a different way so even though ubisoft has like 30 plus studios across the globe but every studio has a even it's the same core values and culture but the working style is different because every project has a different level of scope demand and the team sizes so if you're working on a mobile game then your team sizes are small you have a much more uh, um 
control towards the project but when you're working on AAA project then you are collaborating with other studios uh, so you take certain uh, you you are the owner of certain areas within the game the other studios are uh, they are responsible for other areas within the game so that's how the core dev uh, development works within Ubisoft. I mean, it's amazing place to work. Uh, I mean, uh, you will always be challenged. Uh, you'll always grow any job family that you are in, whether programmer, designer, artist, or whether if, if, even if you are in testing also. So Ubisoft, Ubisoft India has more than 500 plus testing people like who just test the game, who will oh. bring the games, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, they will, uh, because of them, our games are much more high quality, like whatever things that we build, they test them, uh, they, they find all the bugs. So we are team programming team or design team, anyone who's responsible for specific areas, they fix those bugs. So, I mean, uh, another way to enter in the gaming industry, uh, if someone does not have education within the, uh, programming or design, right. So they, uh, they can enter as a tester and from there they can you can showcase your skill set uh, uh, your caliber as a game designer or programmer then you can shift into production so there are many ways that you can enter into gaming industry it's not education education yeah. just came like you know seven eight years back the education has got you know much more uh, you know highlight uh, but Previously, there was no education, uh, but still, the, you know, people were, there was one guy who was designing uh, everything, doing programming, animation, like one guy used to do everything. So, so they were self-learners, uh, but yeah. now the industry has grown so much. The games are much more high quality, uh, hyper-realistic uh, and and the scope of the games are huge uh, the, the content has to be like 30 to 40 hours of uh, plus gameplay uh, content that you have to create so one person cannot create all of this that's why you need many people to create that many uh, uh, to that many people to create that content you know so 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 it really depends uh, on the uh, the which game you are developing if you are building a triple a game then uh, then you have a much more higher uh, budget. You have like a 200, 300 plus team working on that project. But when you are building a mid-core game or schedule game, then your team size is much smaller. Yeah. That's nice. So yeah, if, if someone is an indie game dev, oh yeah, uh, and he has a small studio, he's created a small studio, he's an indie game dev, and he wants to create a game. So should he start developing story mode games at the first row? Yeah, yeah, he should start working on small games and stuff. Well, uh, so the uh, indie games are also good. I mean, good way to start. I mean, if if you, if someone doesn't more, if somebody doesn't want to work uh, for anyone, if they feel that you know yeah. they have a great uh, idea or uh, anything uh, uh, concept that you know they completely believe in that and they see that has the potential to become a next uh, biggest game so they work on that and and my recommendation would be the uh, i mean to build a triple a game for one person it's not possible uh i mean it's going to take for him like 10, like seven eight years 
for him or maybe five plus years because the amount of content that goes into AAA game is huge because you have narrative designers, you have combat designers, you have uh, another level of uh, programming team, graphics team, uh, UI team, gameplay programmers, uh, engine programmers. I mean, you need these many people uh, to support that level of quality uh, that uh, to build that big game. Uh, so indie games are the good start. You can start always start with the small games, casual games, or uh, mid-core games, uh, or maybe you can create a hyper casual games. games. Yeah, hyper casual games are also another way to start. I mean, there are so many uh, good entries that anyone can get into the games. Not necessarily AAA games. Uh, that is the only way. Uh, small games can also become a you know hit and, and 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 it's good way for someone to reach to larger audience because casual games can be played by uh, like so many people nowadays everybody owns the smartphone everyone can install the games from play store for free and play right but not everybody owns the high-end pc or playstation or xbox those games are kind of expensive uh, like to build uh, you know to build the, those games it's expensive to market yeah. them and 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 for one dvd costs around like three thousand plus right and not every so you need to have a console tv then you have to spend uh like a huge amount of money to buy those games so that is costly but those games are you know are not easy to make they are very high quality uh and the content is always like 20 hours plus 30 hours plus nowadays in 2021 so yeah. i mean those games are different though that's why they are called triple a games but mobile games is also has a huge scope uh, to you know get uh, entry in the gaming industry i mean always start with a casual games i mean uh, anyone can go in unity and build i mean you if you learn the programming and if you are an artist you can you know uh, build the game by yourself uh, you don't need to go anywhere and you can publish by yourself and keep improving that game uh, so that is another way to get into the game industry yeah yeah, yeah. so like i wanted to ask the, uh, like there are multiple ways to enter into the game industry right game designer is just one of them so like Apart from game yeah. designer and game tester, like what are those different ways one can enter in the game? Yeah, I mean, for programmers, like, uh, I mean, you can always build a game. I mean, I mean, if you're a coder, if you know the C++, C sharp, I mean, that's really, I mean, you almost won the half battle because you just need to apply those skill set in the engine. And, and nowadays, if you, uh, you uh, now you will find Unreal and Unity Engine for free, and those are the best engines on the market. I mean, you can make game by yourself and publish it. That is your portfolio. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's your call that whether you want to work for someone else. And if you can build the game by yourself, then why you need to join somewhere else? You can build the games by yourself, and you can, you know, make money out of it if you design those games uh, in a right manner. Uh, so yeah, I mean, programmers, I mean, it's easy way. You just need to uh, showcase that you can write a code. You can write a clean code to not copy paste from GitHub yeah. or somewhere else. Uh, make sure that um, yeah, uh, you you are just, so that is for programmers, that's uh, another way to 
uh, enter in the games uh, for the artist i mean your concept art speaks for itself the artwork speaks for itself how good artist you are uh, for, uh, and and for the vfx guy then you need to you can always work on engine uh, uh, and create vfx there is uh, another uh, area which is called 3d artist like uh, the environments that are created games that are created by 3d artist environment artist uh, so, I mean, you can learn Maya, you can learn Blender, which is the 3D software, uh, 3D tool, which is free. Uh, yeah. You can learn that also, 3DX Max. Um, so that is another way for someone to get in into as a 3D artist. And in, in, in 3D world also, there is a character artist, there's an environment artist, and there's the different uh, creature artist. I mean, it's up to you what your interests are, but one uh so and another thing would be uh producer's role so producers are someone who manages the entire uh develop um it, it this this role actually uh differs from studio to studio they are the responsible for the timelines the budget uh making sure that you know everybody's on the same page and deliver the you know game on time so they plan everything. Uh, they they handle the budgeting and all that stuff. And then and and then you, these are the like a key roles in the game uh, studios. Then you have a designer. Then you have programmers. Then you have an artist. I mean, these are the three roles that definitely you need to build a game. I mean, yeah. And, and then and and then later are the. And the, and, and the fourth one is the testing team. Like, I mean, there has to be someone who can test the game and uh, uh, who will make sure that you have a clean product, you have a free product. I mean, these are the four uh, categories are definitely required to uh, build a game. It does not matter game, what studio. Yeah. yeah. And also game uh, testers are dead play, uh, paid. Yes, yes. I mean, game. Yes, game okay. testers are game testers are get, uh, will get paid. Uh, yes, oh, I mean, and not, I mean, in gaming studio, nothing is for free. Everybody gets yeah. paid for their uh, skill set, uh, the kind of value they add uh, in the product. So yeah, yeah. So a personal question. It's my personal question. Uh, I, I have seen so many games, and there are publishers. So what are the main a role of the publisher in any game studio or any game and uh, for the whole game see uh so the, the role of a publisher is to publish the game uh, okay. just to give you an example uh, let's say i'm a developer and you're the publisher yeah my uh, so you're a publisher because you have a money uh, you have a contacts uh, you can spread the game uh, 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 in a in a right way, uh, you will make sure that you know your product is reaching to the audience at, at the right time at the right place, uh, in a right manner, right? Uh, because you have the contacts, you have the budget, and 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 I'm a developer. I'm a new person. I'm an indie developer. I want to make sure that my game is reaches towards the as many as people, like you know. So that's why my game will get recognized, right? So that's yeah. the. Uh, that's where the publisher comes in. So, so it the deal dip, uh, differs from publisher to publisher. Let's say if I'm a developer and you're the publisher, I'll I'll come to you and I'll say, hey, uh, I have a game and I want I want you to publish this game because you have the contacts, you have the connections within the industry, 
will make sure that my game reaches towards the right audience so you will get some uh, some percentage of uh, pay cut from when the game makes the profit uh, when the game makes a profit you will get wow. 20% 30% it depends on how you uh, negotiate the deal with the publisher so that's the role of a publisher so they will make sure that uh, they will get all the marketing uh, make sure your game reaches to the right so like in, in, in the end of the day you're developing game so you can sell it to the public right so how one validate the idea of their like, game this like this game will work in the market well uh, i mean this is uh, one of the toughest thing like everybody is uh, like trying to you know like there is no fixed recipe for uh, this game will definitely big hit but you know to reach nearby to make a successful game that's why uh, research is very important what's the market saying what is the demand in the market you you should look at the uh, people uh, what kind of games they are playing so there are many sites that helps you to get the data i mean that's where uh, research comments uh, comes into the picture that without doing research if you're building a product it means uh, you're building a product that does not uh, has a audience and the chances of you succeeding and failure you will get to know when you release the product right so uh, that's when uh, is there a demand so first uh, first question we should be asking ourselves even though you have an idea but you should be testing that idea quickly and see how the users are players are responding to your idea build a quick prototypes uh, if you feel that way you have seen a good response on your game then you should be yeah, testing even much uh, to the even higher audience like much more players and and release it to the uh, another uh, region and see how your game is uh, getting a response and that's why uh, it it's a continuous improvement it's not like a one shot like a triple a game and nowadays in triple a games also uh, the industry is moving towards the game as a gas like game as a service you get the game every month you or uh, every season you get a new content uh, so you buy a game for let's say 60 dollars but every month you get some dlc some new free content yeah. so 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 the uh, the companies are adding new new content so you can play the games for years and years another example would be for mobile i don't know if if you played clash of clans the so clash of clans is like uh, yeah. almost nine nine year old nine plus year eight plus years old game right but when it launched it was a very uh, it was the game had uh, basic uh, things to do but as you know uh, audience involved in that game uh, you know it became so popular and the super sales started adding more contents more character more uh, uh, more things within the game so that i you know uh, so that players get more content so every month uh, so they have thing uh, they have something to play every day so that's where the you know a live operations comes into the picture game as a service that a uh, concept comes into the picture so you keep on adding new content you keep on improving the games health at the same time you still monetize those games that's where the free to play comes into the picture you get the game for free and and you monetize through in app purchases uh, purchases uh, ads uh, depends on if you have an ad integration within the game yeah so before we end this podcast i would like to uh, know that 
what is the future of gaming in india and for the future of the game devs in india and what you would like to uh, give someone uh, advice someone uh, before he enters in the gaming industry well uh, so right now in india the the future is definitely bright i mean uh, since last two years after the geo uh, the, the internet became so cheap and uh, everybody has access to the good internet uh, nowadays you get a smartphone for very uh, small amount you don't need to spend like 50 60000 uh, to buy a good smartphone so uh, the smartphones are available to everyone the internet is there and and since last two years after covid the the uh, the market has penetrated so much uh, i mean um, i mean it has never seen in india before that that huge increase has been uh, you know it has increased that that much uh, so definitely uh, there is a huge uh, market in india uh, scope in india uh, to develop games uh, and many uh, other companies are entering in india market because they see there is a huge potential in india market um, many companies are entering in the cities like hyderabad bangalore pune uh, to develop games uh, for the indian audience as well as for the international audience so there'll be definitely new uh, job opportunity opportunities for the people who are interested to join the gaming industry and and as a devs uh, definitely there is a growth the people now have realized that gaming as a field uh they take it seriously uh, initially people used to pay, uh, think that gaming uh, just they they were just taking things very casually and uh, because the mindset has changed in india so that is good for uh, the people um, they, there's a huge scope in the gaming itself uh, for the developers uh, i mean there are many many opportunities uh, there are many good games that are developed in india uh, initially the game uh, gaming in india were mostly mobile games and just the outsourcing for other companies but we as indians are developing the games by ourselves uh, and we have the talent and the games that we are building in india is amazing uh, so definitely a uh, huge scope for the people who are entering in the uh, i mean this is the right time uh, time for someone who's who who wants to join the gaming industry i mean you will find lot of uh, resources a uh, lot of opportunities for someone uh, who's interested to join but what we just need is just you should showcase that you are passionate about building games and that is the like a, a thumb rule that like anyone should uh, keep in their mind i mean passion is the foremost thing that we look for uh, i mean then then we look at the skill sets uh, and and then how you work within the teams and all and it, the this uh, things are different from studio to studio but in general these are the three things that uh, any studio look for like who wants to get into game industry and and play games that is like that is another thing like if you don't play games then how will you know what kind of games are there in the market what is the benchmark is set in the market so you can build a better games than what is available in the market yeah so i mean definitely huge scope in india now uh, many game companies are entering uh, even the, as a devs that uh, we have a lot of opportunity uh, to develop better games yeah yeah 
So, yes, like, yeah. I want to understand there is this new thing coming, game-based learning, both in workplace and in the education system. So, like, yeah. So, yeah. <coughs> yeah. So that that is a good point. So, uh, so I forgot to mention. So, there is a gamification also is happening in India. So many education uh, tech companies like education tech companies like Baiju's, uh, White Hat, Judea. I mean, there are many others are there, but I know these are the uh, Baiju's is one, uh, the one who's like, you know, has a dedicated game studio who's uh, building the uh, games for children. Uh, they are making sure that, you know, uh, children are learning through games so that the games are uh, targeted towards the kids, the children's uh, uh, I mean, the, the, that is another aspect, aspect even that has the potential uh, uh, to develop games. So there's a huge market in that sector also. Not necessarily that you have to build a shooter game or match three game or puzzle game. I mean, you can use gaming uh, as, a, as, a, as a method to teach the kids also. So that's what the Baijus is doing in India. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's a huge scope there also. Yeah, and and another uh, sector is that esports. Uh, there are many companies who's recognizing esports as a career also. So uh, I don't know you yeah. guys know what esports is like. Uh, esports is something that yeah people who play the games and 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 they are uh, they use uh, streaming. You know they can stream there. Uh, games also uh, and you can make career also there like you you form a team and you compete with other teams and those games are being uh, viewed by you know billions of uh, people across the globe so that is like another sector like you not necessarily uh, you just you can become a game designer or programmer or artist by playing games also you can still make a career out of it yeah so it's up to the person that what path they want to choose, what discipline they want to enter it, but there are many opportunities out there. Yeah. So, like, do you see something like, uh, there is a clan in the West where, like, face clan, which is totally made of gamers. So, do you see something same similar forming in India? Yes, yes. I mean, there are many clans in India also, like, uh, I mean, there are many clans clans in India, they actually perform at, uh, at national level, international levels. I mean, there are uh, Counter-Strike uh, clans are there, there are Dota clans are there, there are League of Legends clans are there. Uh, I mean, there are FIFA clans are there. Uh, it's just that uh, people don't know because it is not, uh, uh, the media is not covering or people don't know much uh, about them. But definitely there are many uh, things that are happening on that side as well. Yeah. So, start like some of general questions that people have and like these that we had and also people in our uh, discord server all types of game devs they want decision to be answered so yeah thank you so much and it is very useful for everyone uh, who are, who want to enter or who is uh, recently doing as a uh, indie game dev or who is a who want to join some studios so it was great thank you so yeah. much for joining thank us. you i think thank you for your time what do you yeah. Uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, I know it was great talking to you guys. Uh, I hope I was able to help you guys uh, and give yeah, you the information that you guys yeah. are looking for. Yeah.